boom, 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 ba boom. All right, Andy. Got to be on your best behavior because we're here on the free platform. I know, I know. It's a whole different vibe now. It's a and different dynamic, folks. It, it is a different dynamic, and they probably weren't expecting us. No, that's the best thing. You, ne yeah. you want to never let your enemies know your next move. <laughs> yeah, I wish that was the reason. Yeah, you're all my enemies. You never, <laughs> never, never know what's coming. That's right. Never know what's coming out of these lips. That's true. Or True Crime Guys Productions in general. You never know what we're putting out. Or when it's coming out. Or... <laughs> Hey, Andy, we've been sticking to a somewhat of a schedule. I know, I know. Somewhat. When, when other people are left in charge of the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> others who shall not be mentioned on this podcast <laughs> are not the greatest time managers. I'm just well, saying, we're people... learning. We're all learning. <laughs> some people have time blindness, okay? Listen, you can't control when the inspiration hits. That's what I always tell people. I can't control when the sun moves. I That's don't... right. I, I mean, listen. sometimes it moves without you. you know? <laughs> also, the sun doesn't move. Why did I say... <laughs> Yeah, this is starting off on a great foot. Sound real credible here on Strange Shorts 125. Um, guys, and if you're hearing this on the free platform, that is because we took some time off uh, here at TCG Productions. Uh, I, Michael, my grandfather passed away this past week, and so um, I'm taking a week off to, to be with family, to be with my mother and my grandmother at this time. So that is why there will be no TCG proper episode or Strange and Unexplained proper episode this week. So... That is why we released this, uh, which we pre-recorded, for your listening pleasure, so you would not be stuck with nothing. Yeah, you guys aren't going to be just left empty-handed. Like I said, we, uh, we've got... We, and for the free platform things that normally do come out on those episodes, like I said, we've got hundreds of hours of Patreon content that's available that we will most likely make available some of that available for our free platform listeners this week. Um, I'll probably put something out later on this week while Michael's dealing with some other things, but, uh, well actually Patreon, we still have the free trial going. So this is a great time guys. If you're just itching to hear an episode, um, you guys can try Patreon for free for seven days. Yeah, he's so, got better ideas than I do. Yeah, give it a try, and if you don't like it, then just cancel it. That's fine. It's all it, good, guys. Yeah, either way, we'll we'll make sure you guys aren't just left hanging this week. We'll try and keep some things flowing, but uh, we wanted to make this episode just kind of like a just a relaxing episode. Just kind of like uh, mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna touch pace with you guys. We're gonna try and lighten the mood a little bit. It's kind of been a, a not not too just a downer around here, guys. We all <laughs> we all know what that's like losing yeah, a family yeah. member, losing a loved one, and so we're just gonna try and uh, kind of lighten the mood a little bit around here yeah I, I tried that's why I wanted to do this show um and uh just while I'm here on the free platform I also want to announce that I will still be there for the live Q&A on Thursday yes um I'm still gonna I still want to do that guys because I, I don't I don't know I just can't sit around and just you know uh think about my grandfather and you know times we had that just doesn't help it doesn't help me it doesn't help me heal really um his his passing was a slow process so I feel like I've was lucky to be able to digest it slowly mm -hmm. and in the best way possible, honestly. Um, it's an 86-year-long progress. It was a slow, <laughs> a very slow burn. Very it's an 86-year-long death. Right, so, right. That's the way I like but, to look at it. It's like we're all dying just very slowly. So the longer you can, the more you can prolong it, the better you got. The easier it is on your loved ones, I think, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, guys, uh, I just... Like I said, uh, that is the JTB live Q&A, which we do the first Thursday of every month. Uh, this will be our second one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we are we are sticking to that, and that is something I want to do. I want to – and it would be nice. It would be nice to talk to some listeners, um, you know, hang out with you guys for a little while, answer some questions, you know, let – you know, just laugh a little bit. Have yeah. fun. So. Sometimes you need to be in your fields. You need to have some, right. some good things surrounding you. And that is on the sixth. That is. It'll be. It'll be coming up soon, guys. Yes, but uh, April sixth. Uh, Michael, when you're when you are in your fields, mm -hmm. do you like chocolate? 
I do. I like, do love me some chocolate. Yeah, just sit Especially there and just if it's got peanut butter in there. Just too. coat your whole body in chocolate. If I could, if you could, if I could, I well, would absolutely take a chocolate bath. Well, Michael, this woman in our first story taking mm-hmm. a chocolate bath saved her life. What? I want to give you something to think about right here. Okay. Because sometimes chocolate can save your life. Yeah, it can. Because a woman who survived a Pennsylvania factory explosion say, uh, claims falling into a vat of liquid chocolate saved her life. I bet. Really? It's like, yeah, it's like the opposite of the Joker origin. <laughs> I'm chocolate face. <laughs> it's also the opposite of that story that we covered where those two guys died in a chocolate vat. Remember that? No, they didn't die. Remember, they just fell in and they were just hanging out. <laughs> they were like, oh, I thought they died in there. One, No, we did cover a different story of a guy falling into a, uh, a vat. I think it was like a metal working plant. But the oh, two guys who yeah. fell into the chocolate vat were just yeah. hanging out because they were like contractors there. Yeah. And they were like, how did you guys end up? Oh, yeah, you uh, fell. You yeah. fell. To- yeah, sure you did. I wonder, sons of... <laughs> right. I mean, I wonder if their lives were changed, too. I wonder if they... Our yeah. lives were drastically changed <laughs> after this. I've seen the light. <laughs> That's a flashlight, you idiot. Come towards it. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, man, this lady right here, this woman was pulled from the rubble of a Pennsylvania chocolate factory after an explosion Aren't killed she... seven of her coworkers and the flames had engulfed the building, including her arm. Yeah. Uh, but it she was, was coated in chocolate. N- no, not yet. She Melted was running chocolate. across the uh, the factory floor oh. when the floor gave way beneath her. What? Uh, that might have been the end for her, but she fell into a waist-deep vat of liquid chocolate. The dark liquid extinguishing the blazing uh, her blazing arm, but she did wound up breaking her collarbone and both of her heels on the uh, at the bottom of the oh, because it's only thing. waist deep. Yeah, and it's oh. not like it's not super thick like fudge chocolate. Gosh. It's like it's very liquidy. So yeah, um, but yeah, she broke both of her heels and would spend the next nine hours screaming for help as firefighters both tried to battle the flames and then tried to do search and rescue. Right. So yeah, they're still trying to extinguish a massive factory explosion. And trying to figure out if there's any survivors in there, trying to figure out where people are, and also keep themselves safe. Um, but she says after she fell, she was then waiting for several hours, but then the uh, basically the, the, t- the tub she was in, or the vat, mm-hmm. started to fill with hose water. Like the, the firefighters' hoses, the water was then going into the factory oh and God, going and down. Because that's in the bottom floor. Yeah. Though it's just starting to fill the vat. So she's then becoming like neck deep in oh, liquid. shit. Because it's just like she's in like a big container. But that th- it, once it got Why to a certain. She so, she's immobile. She broke both heels. She's broken both of her heels. So she, she can't, can't crawl? She can't climb out. It's too deep. So uh, once the water started flowing in, it yeah. basically allowed her to like float up to the top yes. and pull herself out because oh, she okay. couldn't get out of the thing with with two broken feet. She couldn't stand up. Oh. Um, but yeah, apparently this was actually a pretty dangerous situation because on March 24th, this blast killed seven people. But uh, it has not been determined what the cause was yet, but they think it's a natural gas explosion. Oh my uh, God. Borges. Seven this is the, people? Yes, this did uh, seven people. This is uh, Miss Patricia Bourget or Borge. I'm gonna say Bourget or Borges. I think uh, it's Bourget. You got it in there somewhere, dude. Yeah, it's. I think it's Bourget. But uh, she said that her and others had complained about a gas odor for about 30 minutes before the factory blew up. She is angry that Palmer didn't immediately evacuate. She said the deaths of her coworkers, including her close friend, could have been prevented. Um, yeah, this was the at the R M Palmer. I guess that's the chocolate factory. Okay. I don't know if that's related to Hershey's or not. I've never heard of Palmer chocolate. Right. 
But uh, yeah, this is a 75-year-old family-run company in the uh, small town northwest of Philly. Mm -hmm. But they have refused to comment. It says the factory was getting ready for a product switch that day, and they weren't doing. They weren't running a candy wrapping machine. There right. were a bunch of people who were just kind of cleaning, but they started to smell natural gas. She said it was so strong it began to make her feel nauseous. She asked her supervisor, "What is going to be done? Are we? Do we need to evacuate? Do we need to get out of here?" And apparently, her supervisor noted that someone higher up would need to make that decision, so she yeah. should get back to work. You get back to making chocolate. And then just before five p.m., the two-story big brick building exploded. Oh. Oh my God, guys! You got to click on the link below the description and check this out. I mean, it, it, it's a, a massive. Exp it's pouring out into the street. It looks like it literally looks like that it was like building a professional is, demolition. That's gone. That is, yeah. It looks like you specifically wanted that little section of building to mm -hmm. be blown out. She uh, she apparently was on a ladder when the explosion happened. She was thrown oh to the God. ground. She heard screaming and there was fire everywhere. So the flames quickly overtook her. I asked God why he was giving me such a horrible death. So I asked him to save me and I didn't want to die in the fire. And she began to run away, but that's when the floor started to give way under her feet. She, could, she fell into a long horizontal tank of chocolate in the factory's basement at four feet, 10 inches tall. Bourgeois landed on her feet in chest high liquid. So she's only four foot 10. Yeah. And she's landing in like chest high uh, chocolate, right? But she can't reach the top because she's unfortunately too short and now can't stand up. Oh my <laughs> so God. like, she's basically trying to like float on her knees, right? Because she has a broken collarbone, so she can't lift one arm up to or the other arm up. So yeah, she's just like, well, I guess this is how I die. I guess because yeah. like yeah, well, you're she, literally that's why she was getting mad at God. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to die in the fire, right? <laughs> Okay, I didn't want to. Uh, okay, I, I gotta be more specific. I gotta be more specific. I don't want to die. I don't want to die today, at least. <laughs> I just don't want to die. Can I? Do I have to be this specific? What are you, a genie? <laughs> Jesus, come on, man. But it's like the vat then began filling with the, the firefighters' hoses, like I said. So right, then right. it allowed her to get out. But she basically jumped out, like fell out onto the basement floor, swallowed a bunch of water because I'm guessing she probably just was like, well, I guess while I'm down here, I'll. <laughs> well, it's just probably, well, I don't know. They're trying Depends to breathe. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, you're like, you're in chocolate. I mean, if you're going to die, you're like, well, I'm, well, they never let me eat this well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they never let me do this while I'm working. So right. Like, I'm a, only chance I'm going to get. I'm, That's right. <laughs> just, just, just licking Lapping yourself clean. my retirement. Yeah, fuck it. I guess this is how I go. I'm not, I'm not dying hungry. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, she just drunk, she sucked up a bunch of water and then she tried to uh, grab onto some plastic tubing and kind of just hold on there. But she waited for hours until basically in the middle of the night, um, she wait, She basically saw a flashlight and she heard some dogs. Yeah. So apparently they had some search dogs going through the, the rubble and she was basically just hearing a dog kind of coming around. Yeah. She called him out and they, they were able to dig her out, but she was severely hypothermic, banged up. She has a bruised eye, like I said, two broken feet mm -hmm. and a broken collarbone. But now there's a pretty big uh, investigation into this factory now. Because like I said, she's openly saying, we all said we smell gas. Like right. for 30 minutes. Yep. Like it's pretty obvious. And when they're asking, do you think we should probably get out? Like it's bad. We're all feeling sick. Like we should, should we go outside? Maybe yeah. open a window? Anything? That's an older building too. You can tell. Yeah. It's, it looks like it's like in a historic area of Philadelphia, oh, yeah. right? Like it looks like a, a definitely like downtown type oh, of yeah. area. So this building is probably old. I mean, it's something that they should have been thinking about for sure. Especially yeah. if you're... You're smelling gas. Yeah. Well, like they if say, you're lucky enough to smell it, get the hell up out of there. Exactly. I've been in places too. Like I've just been in like, you know, warehouses where we have a boiler and stuff. You just walk by. You're yeah. like, what was that? Gas? My smoke? Yeah. What was that? 
Okay, just false alarm. Yeah, everybody everybody right. freaks out normally. Yeah. You're like, what the yeah. fuck? Well, yeah. But it turns looking like a canary. <laughs> like, look, right. where's that dead bird? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, it's like a 75-year-old like building. Or at least a 75-year-old company. It's a 75-year-old company. So, yeah. That building's much older than that. Most likely. Yeah. So, yeah. But like I said, they're going to have to do some pretty pretty serious investigation now. Because you guys are... Uh, this kind of like reminds me of like the old Chicago fires. Yeah. Where they kind of like locked everybody in there. And it was your fucking wooden town right so yeah you guys pretty much trapped your workers in there in a gas-filled room and then struck a match yeah let's see how this works out in the court systems bud but uh yeah this is a pretty long recovery on her part as well but like i said i wonder what the one of the benefits of just like sitting in chocolate for that long are it's like if there's any place to be trapped in yeah. a, like a disaster i'm gonna choose the chocolate vat i mean of I all mean, the other places yeah, like but it's watered down chocolate now though that kind of sucks i mean after a little while yeah but yeah. i mean it'd be you know it's it's i i don't want to be like make light of it or to or like diminish this but you would can you imagine if like there was an if there was somebody else yeah who like fell right beside the chocolate fat and like survived and they're just like oh really oh right. yeah i'm <laughs> right. sure it's real real tough in there real tough in the chocolate right. yeah i landed ah, look at me. i landed in the graham cracker right <laughs> it's too dry to eat by itself everybody knows that <laughs> it's still in the packaging <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh liquid chocolate right. too huh oh, yeah wow. I, I landed on look the unmelted you. chocolate <laughs> right. i landed on the raw cocoa i landed on the crunch bars over here look at me <laughs> This is a pile of Rice Krispies. Can't tell Jesus. if it's my bones or the fucking candy. I don't oh know what's going God. on. Oh, fuck. I landed on the almonds? Jesus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> these walnuts? Right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, like, oh, that's the, I, I just imagine they're gonna, what other employees just like, oh, you bitch, you get to land in the soft chocolate? God damn right. it, I got the fucking walnuts. <laughs> I mean, you land in there, but broke both your heels. You know, yeah, God true. Almighty. Like I said, she's in for a long recovery and seven other employees did did perish in this. So I don't want to make light of that, but I'm just, I do think there's going to be a pretty big, serious investigation to follow up on this Palmer chocolate factory. Yeah. Like I said, I've never heard of Palmer, but uh, I think they should probably have a step off of Hershey's game, guys. Mm -hmm. You're in Pennsylvania. You get, you're on somebody else's turf. Well, hold on, man. Let's look it up. Maybe this was a hit job from Big Chocolate. Palmer Chocolate? I feel like I've seen that on the back of uh, chocolate. Look at this. Possibly, but I'm just thinking, this is you're in Pennsylvania, man. That's 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 the Hershey town. That's dude, that Hershey state. This is they make all this shit, dude. They make <gasps> the Easter bunny shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this was Look this. I told you I knew I heard that logo before. This was this yeah. was a hit job from Hershey's. You gotta start okay. digging. Follow the chocolate. Follow yep. the chocolate, guys. Follow the the chocolate money. Follow the chocolate coins, guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> those little gold right chocolate coins. It. Somebody got paid in chocolate. Yeah, this was a, this was a guaranteed hit job. These guys, they're they're holiday they're holiday jumpers. See yeah. what I mean? I, Everything. I, yeah, I've definitely seen those things before. But yeah, this yep. is a. Uh, like I said, I think this is a. You guys were infringing on uh, Hershey's turf, man. Hershey's trying to expand. They're trying to be hey, the only market in town. That chocolate mafia don't play. Nope, chocolate mafia don't play. They That's do big chocolate right there. That's right. Big chocolate you don't does fuck not with fuck big around. Chocolate. No, you do not. But you know what you do? You should fuck with Michael. What's that? The Bible. Because the Bible fucks a lot. They do. There's a lot of fucking in the there Bible. There is a lot of fucking in the Bible. Yeah. So much so that it has now become challenged in Utah for sexually explicit content. Oh my. You know what? Amen to that. <laughs> Amen, brother. In Utah? Amen, brother. That's, but that's your book, too. No, I thought they had their own the, book, really. The they Mormons, have, they have their own. Yeah, they got their own book. They it's got the book of Mormon. It's just a modified version. They got though. their own book. But that's yeah, true. Salt Lake City, a Utah parent is challenging the new arbitrary, expansive nature of the state's recently redef redefined uh, 
definition of pornography by flagging the Bible in an official complaint for its numerous instance of sexual content. Okay, okay, I get the claim, but show me an instance where a child is reading the Bible. <laughs> this is Utah. I'm... But they have their own Bible. You said it yourself. They They're do, but I'm it. just They're saying like... this Bible. That would be even a greater sin. says that calling it one of the most sex-ridden books around, and if you have not read the Bible, guys, check it out. Yeah. It's some high-quality spank-bank material and some low-quality <laughs> spank-bank material. <laughs> I don't know about that. At some point, it there's some said... parts of this Bible that would be considered dark web material, and yet we talk about it every Sunday. Yeah, very true. Like I said, incest... Onanism, bestiality, uh-huh. prostitution, genital mutilation, fellatio, dildos, rapes, and even infanticide. The parent wrote, you'll no doubt uh, find that the Bible under Utah Code AN 76101227 has no serious value for minors because of its pornographic by our new definition. Wow. I mean... I mean, by the new definition. Yeah, by this I new mean, definition. It's the new definition. This was the new definition. I'll well, talk about this. HB 374. State legislation cites Utah Code 761227, uh, which I'm was glad passed. I'm say the whole thing. Uh, yeah, you got to be specific. You really need to say the whole thing. Yeah, I don't want to be, no. I don't want to confuse 12, it with 76101225 either. No, or 111227. Or 12, amendment B of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of 761226. I do feel like this is probably just someone's social security number I just read out. But um, <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's enough numbers, Andy. The state legislation cited was in tw- tw- uh, 2022 bans uh-huh. books that contain pornographic or indecent content okay. from Utah schools and libraries. And libraries now. And public libraries. So a school district committee has been appointed to review the Bible. And although it should typically have issued a decision by early February, it has been delayed by a backlog. I bet. Utah parents have ramped up their challenges of books by what they consider pornographic or obscene, slowing down the review process. Which I am so behind. I love the idea of like, we're going to ban these books for pornographic nature. Really? What's your definition of pornographic? Anything that I, that I think is obscene. Yeah. Oh, 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 man. Let's get your checklist out. Right. Seriously. <laughs> let's, see how, let's see how strongly you hold those beliefs and just right. start going down. I, God, I love that level of pettiness. I really do. <laughs> that is my level of pettiness. <laughs> we will go there. I will speak to your manager. Absolutely. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we don't differentiate between one request and another. A school district spokesperson told the Tribune, "We'll see what the work. We'll see what. Uh, we'll see that as the work that we have to do." The parent then reported, attached to the request is an eight-page listing of passages from the Bible that they have found to be offensive and worthy of reviewing. Oh my God, do you have those? I think I do. Let me see. Oh my God, please. Do they have, have these those. in here? Oh my God, no, they don't. But they oh. do. They say, "Get this porn out of our schools." The complaint urged if. Uh, if the books that have been banned so far are any indication for way lesser offenses, this should be a slam dunk. And I just yeah, love the idea of just being like mic dropping at a PTA meeting. Right. Like, oh, really? You didn't like you didn't like fucking Clifford's new new gay roommates? Well, guess what? Fucking incest. Blam. Boom. <laughs> like just yeah. mic dropping. But yeah. absolutely, I, I love the level of pettiness. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Bibles that they've found, including. Content involving sex, alcohol, nudity, rape, and incest, which, yeah, I believe that's all in there. Yep, I, if I, if I remember my uh, Sunday school classes as well as I don't, yep. um, I believe there's some incest, <laughs> alcohol, and nudity, or that was just the church. I can't remember. Oh, a little bit. But, um, 
Da, 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 da. Oh. But uh, yeah, according to the state's attorneys who acted in tandem with the right-wing lobby of Utah parents, the Utah Parents United, those assessing the suspected material, do not have the follow uh, taken as a whole pre- uh, provision established in 1973 by the Miller Test, which differentiates between obscene and the First Amendment protected uh, pornography. So they, they have to kind of okay. go back to like way older cases and be like, okay, well, are you making a new law that defines pornography or are we going back to like what is obscene or what uh-huh. is, yeah. So yeah, according to the new censorship rules, the oh, challenge yeah. books may also... Uh, also may not be left on library shelves during a review. So yeah, apparently they can't be like on shelves when children are in the library or something like that. They have to be in like restricted sections. Yeah. Which just makes them always much more tantalizing. And that's also uh, more of an incentive to bring up books that you want banned because just, if you can just get your books that you don't want out there under review, then Mm -hmm. you're effectively taking them out of circulation. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then the review gets passed and they just never come back. Either way, they spend however much time you want to drag this out, out of the public eye. Mm-hmm. And the longer they're out of the public eye, the the more that you can create a case against them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. because It kind of sucks that a review, I don't think they should be taken away until the review is complete. Because that's kind of, a, that's what they're kind of doing is they're almost like holding libraries hostage. Be like, all right, fine. Then I'm going to report every book exactly. in here. That's as, what I'm saying. As, that's in, as pornography. Yep. So you're going to have to remove them off the shelves until they all go through this review. Yeah. So yeah, I get the idea of being that petty. It's like, okay, fine. You're going to say these, like, these books are obscene. I'm going to report every book you have. And right. you're going to have to review them on the same like level for the same like thing. Yep. So yeah, I can and see they'll the... all have to come off the shelves immediately if they're mm-hmm. accepted for review. If That's... they have been reported as obscene, they must yep. be taken into consideration, reviewed, and taken off just in case. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <coughs> well, but yeah. Back, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Michael, I just uh, I love the idea of the just being that petty uh-huh. to to take it, especially in Utah. That is a great place to be like, it, ooh. So you want to see talk this about is, what's obscene, I'm huh? I was about to say this is really gonna be uh, a hair splitting war right here. Let me show you this chapter in First Kings right here. Yeah, <laughs> you guys know about bestiality, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're familiar. <laughs> you all familiar with this, right? <laughs> kids, kids, listen up. <laughs> all right. Yeah, learn something like, today. Yeah, we all. I know you guys are supposed to only listen to this on your own time, but right? hold up. I, I love that level of pettiness, Michael. But um, for our last story, I know we're gonna kind of take a little short little. detour here at the end, but I wanted to just bring you into the light of one more big, big case. Fuck around and find out. Oh no. Is this an AI case? It's not AI. Okay. I'm talking about that good old cartel. Uh Uh-oh. Because the people you really want to fuck around with, you know? Yeah, uh, I guess. You watch a lot of Breaking Bad. Those are the people you want to fuck around with. Yeah, definitely. I've seen Narcos. Yeah, better call Saul, motherfucker. This man better call Saul. Okay. Because a Texas man who bragged about stealing money from the cartel... Is now missing, officials say. I bet. I. What do you do? Put up a Facebook post? I. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) A Texas man who was bragging about stealing from a Mexican cartel believed he was safe from retribution just because he was in the United States. But now he's missing, according to the FBI. Eric Tadeo Tadeo Ramirez was last seen trying to escape from a moving pickup truck as it crossed the Juarez-Lincoln International Bridge into Laredo, Texas, according to a criminal complaint filed by the FBI. Well, it's been my experience. If a fellow wants to jump out of a moving truck, he might not be in a good situation. Yeah, as the March 24th video recorded captured a man with a bloodied face in the passenger seat of a a blue Dodge Ram with several other men at 109 a.m. 
He opens the door and tries to jump out, but the men grab him, pulling him back inside. The truck blows past the bridge and att- uh, blows past the bridge attendant and heads straight into Mexico, leaving a bloodstained shirt, a pair of pants along the way. Oh my! I uh, dude, you know Texas police were like, well, <laughs> hey, you better slow the fuck up. Oh, cross the border. They crossed the border. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know that was just some le- like just fat border guard being like, wait, which way are they coming from? Oh, they're going that way. No, slow down. You should slow, slow down. down. No, not a problem. No, no, no. <laughs> just like, nah, not our problem. Not our problem. <laughs> uh, you're not trying. Oh, you're trying to get out. Have fun. Right. Get the hell out. That's like, <laughs> absolutely. Just get, go. Get. Look at that. Look at the speed on that son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, like I said, then you see a bunch of like bloody clothes come out the window. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, we should have put the gate down. Yeah, <laughs> we should have put the gate down. We probably should have left the gate down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hours earlier, Ramirez was boastful. Witnesses told investigators that they had overheard him talking on the phone at around 11 p.m. during a party at a home in Laredo. Oh, wow. Good idea. Telling an unknown woman that he had stolen about $50,000 from Cartel del uh, Noreste, according to documents. He told the woman he wasn't scared, though, uh, that he didn't fear retribution because he was in the United States, witnesses said. Oh, my. But about two hours later, that finding out part... Kind of yeah. caught up with him. Man, he fucked around, didn't he? Uh, yep. There's that whole scale where here yep. you're fucking around, you're fucking around, oh. and then a blue truck pulls up at 2.45 a.m. And you found out. <laughs> and you are finding out. <laughs> because masked men with guns got out, attacked Ramirez, drug him into the cab of the truck, and drove off. His sister then reported him missing to the Laredo Police Department, and the FBI became quickly involved. I, I believe so, my man. Like yeah. I said, you don't go to a party... At the border of Mexico, like right there right. in Laredo, you're right there yeah. on the border. And right. you start bragging to people, I just stole 50 grand from a cartel. Just to get laid. He, Probably. He was this out. No, he was. He was talking to a woman, right? Exactly. An unknown, at least on the, yeah, he was talking uh-huh. to an unknown woman. Yeah, he, he threw this out. He, he ended his life trying to get laid. That's, Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because uh, after the kidnapping, they did find out that uh, the pickup truck was registered to a, or uh, the pickup, the driver, was mm-hmm. a Jonathan Cavara- uh Cavriales, so I can, yeah. Cavriales? Cavriales. Yeah. But he was arrested on March 27th when he tried to cross back or cross the border back into the U.S. Uh, the truck was registered to his mother, according to the FBI. Okay. After the kidnapping, he stopped at his grandmother's house in Nuevo Laredo uh, to rest. Where he, While he slept, his grandmother called his mom in the U.S. concerned because he did not look well and something was wrong with him. Um, so in an interview with, uh, with investigators, he said that he and three other men carried out Ramirez's kidnapping and that he was aware that Ramirez had stolen approximately $50,000 from Cartel del Norte, uh, officials in the document said. But it's not clear where Ramirez is now, but investigators are still searching for him. Yeah, I. it's more or less like, which part do you want to find? Right. I, I don't believe... Um, Ramirez, Ramirez is, is a hole again. Not I, with us anymore. I don't believe so, my, no. my man. I uh, These guys, no. they have ears in a lot of places, especially yeah. that close to the border. He's being used for like Santeria or some shit at this point. I think like, he's being he's... used as a goddamn post-it note right now, and they're peeling his skin off like it's... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's quite an image. Yeah. You should see the pictures it's, I drew. It's quite an image. <laughs> but no, I do not think this man's having a good day. No. Just the idea... Of if you did, if you did steal from a cartel, ballsy enough, right? You didn't disappear. Like fifty grand. Yeah, I know it's only fuck, fifty grand. Dude. Still, 
They will fucking I mean, brutally destroy right? you. It's like, get the fuck out of Texas, bro. Go to like, yeah, like Michigan or something. Cross just, that border and just, just keep going. Hang out. Like, go, yeah, go to Canada. Fuck it. Spend spend the first thousand dollars on a plane ticket to fucking Bora Bora and dip out. <laughs> like, just right. go right to the fucking you know, Dallas airport and. Yeah. I'm out of here. Out of here. I don't yeah. know where you go. Start a new life. You got 50 grand. Yeah, like I said, buy Start a ticket a anywhere. Just look, literally just look at the lady. Like, pick one. Pick, just pick one, ma'am. I don't care. Yeah. Huh. How is Mexico City? How about you? God damn it. I'm going to Southwest. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn Spirit Airlines are going to send me back. Son of a bitch. That's why I always fly Southwest. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, right. Michael, I was just uh, I wanted to like kind of get make you giggle a little bit because yeah, I know we've always that, we've always kind of talked about fucking around and finding out, and there was yeah. just a there's a certain level of who you should fuck around with. Yes, and a cartel on the border of Mexico is usually not in your top three. Nope, nope, no cartel really. No, not no, no most cartels. No, I'm not really trying to fuck with cartels, man. No, nope, just let them do their thing, I guess. Yeah, you guys, you, I'm not going to say I'm pro cartel, but I'm not going to say I'm anti cartel. I'm just. Uh, I'm, I'm like Switzerland like, here, guys. I'm just are, cartels are around. They yeah. they do their thing. They do their thing. They do their thing, um, and we usually have to cover what happened afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> right. See our Mark Mark Kilroy episode. Exactly. But uh, but yeah, Andy, I appreciate that. I, I did want to keep some sense of normalcy. You know, like I said, I just can't just sit around and and just mope and be with family who's also moping and whatnot. So. I had to, I want to do this to stay busy. And this show always makes me laugh. Yeah. You know, it always makes me laugh. We always have a good time here on Strange Shorts. So guys, uh, next week we will be back with our reg- regular scheduled programming. But I hope you enjoyed this Strange Shorts. Uh, and if you did really enjoy this Strange Shorts, you can hear this show every single Monday on Patreon. Patreon.com slash True Crime Guys. Like I said, there's also a seven-day free trial. So if you guys just want to hear a regular episode, we got you. You can sign up for that seven-day free trial and then cancel after you hear you one. Whatever you want to do. But I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you spreading the word. Uh, you know, Give us a follow on social media. As always, if you have any comments, questions, uh, case suggestions, you can email us at truecrimeguysgmail.com. Please follow us again on YouTube as well, guys. Try and yes. get those YouTube videos out there as much as we can to you. And on TikTok, we are, once again, we are up on That's right. TikTok. We are on TikTok. Now. At underscore true crime guys underscore. Yeah. Because some asshole, we, we're, we're going to find you. And they took two crime guys. That's fucked up, man. I'm still waiting. I, I, I just yeah. imagine. I still think Lauren is just sitting there in a dark room going, <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt it. Dude. Lauren hates <laughs> TikTok with a passion. I know. I just, uh, just I would be last. shocked. That would be out of left field. For real, I'd be so be really, It's either that or it's just he's just going to get an email one day. It's like, do you still own this account? Oh, when did I get that? <laughs> <laughs> like just one night after too many scotches, he just right. somehow signed up for TikTok as yeah. true crime guys. He's like, oh, hey, honey. <laughs> right. Well, either way, guys, when you, when you search true crime guys on TikTok, you'll see our logo. Oh, yeah. And our videos. And uh, But yeah, so we're just putting up clips from our YouTube channel on there. Clips that we think are funny or interesting. And uh, yeah, so give us a follow on there as well as all other social media at True Crime Guys. Well, all right, guys. Well, like I said, we'll be back next week with a, uh, a regular TCG proper episode and a regular Strange and Unexplained. And guys, once again, we will be doing our once our monthly JTB live stream right. Q&A. That will be Thursday, our April 6th, I do believe. Yeah. Thursday, April 6th. At about 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know time. what I just thought, Andy? By the time this comes out, they've already... It's already happened. God 
damn it! Yeah, it has already happened. God damn it, why are we always working in the future? God damn time machine here, you rode his curtain back all of a sudden, of Marty McFly and up here, you son of a bitch! Well, listen, guys, uh, join us for the next uh, JTB live Q&A, which will be uh, the first Thursday in March, April, May. Yeah, whatever, Marty. May. We gotta get back to the future at this point, Marty. Yeah, we gotta get back I don't even know what day it is out here. <laughs> Well, if you guys uh, joined us for the live JTB yeah. Q&A, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we got the 1.21 right. gigawatts of viewers. <laughs> That's right. Like I said, guys, first Thursday of every month, uh, live Q&A, only on Patreon. But yeah, we'll see you guys next week with a regular episode. Uh, until then, just keep creeping, guys. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to check out all the other shows on our TCG network, as well as subscribing to our YouTube channel. Starting every Monday with new episodes of Strange and Unexplained, followed every other Tuesday by our audio drama podcast, Sandu Stories. Then, of course, new episodes of True Crime Guys every Wednesday. And if that's not enough, head on over to our Patreon, where you can have access to hundreds of hours of exclusive content, including older episodes, strange shorts, the latest edition of Sandu Stories, and of course, higher thoughts. But until next time, guys, keep creeping. You hush your mouth, boy.